Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Bullify NBA Podcast, the NBA content cast hosted by some NBA content kings. My name is Dino the Human. Mandems came through today. Co-host to my right, introduce yourself. Jordan, make sure you follow me on Twitter, at JordanBullify. Woo! Let's go! We got some topics for you today with All-Star Weekend coming up, trade deadline coming up. Before we get into all that, we'd like to mention that we are sponsored by SeatGeek, which is the world-leading search engine for sports, concert, theater, and live entertainment tickets. SeatGeek extracts data from over 100 primary and secondary ticket providers within seconds to give you the best possible deal for your ticket purchase. Download the SeatGeek app or visit SeatGeek.com and enter promo code BALLIFY, that's B-A-L-L-I-F-Y in all caps for $20 off your first purchase. You can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Big ups to CrownHoops.com for featuring our podcast on their website. If you want a single place that has all of the platforms our show is on, check out bio.fm slash BALLIFY. Make sure to keep up with us on Twitter at BALLIFYNBA or at Jordan Bollify, as you just mentioned, and shout out to the Rise Up Podcast community, which you are now a part of, the podcast community dedicating to supporting podcasters on social media. Check their page out, at Community. and let's get into our topics. First up, we got the trade deadline coming up on Thursday. We're recording this on Monday, three more days, so there are some rumors starting to swirl. Um, so let's get, let's just tackle these one by one. First big rumor, Capella, Clint Capella, going to the Celtics. Is this a possibility? Ah! Hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, so uh, do do you think it could actually happen though? Yeah, I'd be interested to see who the Celtics are willing to give up. Obviously, this guy's a role player that can definitely do his job. He's got a big contract, so I'm just curious of who the Celtics would give up. I think that'd be great for the Celtics. That'd be a little scary for other teams in the East, because obviously Celtics are one of the, the better teams in the East for sure. Um, they're kind of missing that centerpiece. They've been uh, starting at... Thice or Thies or however you say it. Yeah. And I think he's done a de- decent job, but obviously he's not like, <laughs> he's not their first, well, he is their first option, but like he, they wouldn't want him to be the first option. So I think like Capello would kind of really fill that role in and they could make them a contender just by adding that piece. That could really push them over edge and make them the contender. I think it's a decent move, but it just depends on how much they have to give up. Like I wouldn't give up anything more than like Langford or Carson Edwards and maybe a second round pick. I wouldn't give up that much for Capella to be yeah, honest. Like, Cause uh, like you can find guys that kind of does what he does, you know, like, which is just set screens and like roll to the room for lobs. Yeah. Like that's not that yeah, special. Give, He's he, not that special. He gives you that inside scoring. He also gives you the, obviously the solid like rim protection and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Be, but so does Thice. Thice has been killing it, especially yeah. in blocks this year. Like, he is great defensively. Yeah, not, so. not as good as Capella, though. He's actually bl- blocking more shots, though, okay. than Capella this yeah. this season. I would like, rather, I'd rather well. Capella on my team, though. Yeah, I, sure. I get it for the namesake. Like, no, not he, the namesake. I think Capella's a much better player. 
than Thais? Yes. Look, the yeah. numbers don't lie at all. So. But, I mean, he's also playing in that Houston system where everyone's offensive numbers kind of get inflated. So, it's kind of hard to say. Like, I, I honestly don't think Capella's that special. Like, I think Capella is, like... He does his role very well. He's, like, almost what DeAndre Jordan was on on the Clippers. Yeah, not but like, slightly worse, is, but, like, yeah. Exactly, I, exactly. I, I see what you mean. Which is, like, basically he's you know, like, a great role player. That's that's mm-hmm. about it. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I think he'd fit well in Boston. Mm-hmm. I just, as a Raptors fan, I don't, want, don't it want it to happen. Just because that would make the Celtics that much stronger. But yeah. uh, we'll see. I feel like the Celtics are going to stop because they. I feel like they're not willing to give up too much for him. And I feel like that's where it's just not going to happen. I feel like Houston's going to ask for a lot for him. Because I think Houston's looking for a center in return and also a wing player, from what I heard. So I, I a don't know. Center and a wing player. Yeah. So Thice and what? Uh, smart. They're not I, giving up smart though. Yeah, but they're definitely not like, giving up Kemba, Tatum, or Brown. Yeah. So he's so, probably not going to the, yeah. to the Celtics. Yeah. Like, so I don't think we'll see. Just rumors for now, but things to start heating up. Got I'd be few, very few few days left here, so I'd be very surprised if they gave up Smart to get him. Like, he he just means so much to that team in that city. I'd be shocked. I wouldn't. I, I'd much really? rather have Capella than uh. Smart is like the heart and soul of that team, though. Like, and like kind of like but a fan favorite too. So. He is, but at the end of the day, it's a business, right? If you do whatever you can to make that team better, you're gonna do it. And they got the wing players. They got Tatum and uh. Brown, right? And you obviously rather them over uh, Marcus Smart. As For valuable sure. as he could be to the team. And speaking of valuable to teams, D'Angelo has been rumored, D'Angelo Russell, that is, has been rumored to go to either the Knicks or Timberwolves. Oh, They're both not showing the Knicks. Interest. Not the Knicks. So, not no. The... <laughs> so, wait, what, what makes you say that? Oh, I just don't want to see any big-time player going to the Knicks. Because it, it'll they, ruin their career? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I guess I in, think... in return, they could get, like, three power forwards. Oh, for them, so. <laughs> that's actually true, because one of the <laughs> options was, like, Kevin Knox, who plays the four, the three or the four. Didn't you pick so, him like, for Rook of the Year last year? Yeah, based on <laughs> Summer League. Like, I, I stick by that choice. He su- absolutely sucked that season. He's, like, he still sucks. At the time when I made the prediction, he was like killing it in Summer League. But anyway, like D'Angelo to the Knicks, I, I don't think that's realistic because I just don't think they have the talent to give up. Like... What are you going to make? Like a first round pick, I guess? But, but like, it has to be more than just a first round pick. Yeah. And it had to be like a... Well, I guess for the Warriors' standpoint, that kind of makes sense. But it had to be like a bad, like a good first-round pick, like a a team that's like really down in the standings. So I guess yeah, well the Knicks. Yeah, I yeah. guess that kind of works. Um, but yeah, I think it would have to be more than the first-round pick. Yeah, exactly. Like Which maybe is why, and uh, they, like who else? Marcus Morris, I guess. Like he, he's pretty decent. Actually, yeah. you know what? That could work. Yeah, Morris in a pick. Because the Warriors for Russell. Even... No, it'd yes. have to be more than that. No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I, I, at the trade deadline, like, I I don't think you'd get like do, like you know value for value, like yeah. you know dollar for dollar sort of thing. I think it's more like they would be in it basically for the pick and the fact that they can get a really good shooter as well. Okay, well scoring. then, how about Andrew Wiggins in a first round pick for Russell? 
Yeah, I think that, that could that could work too. I think that's I think. pretty fair. I think that gives the Warrior kind of that Harrison Barnes type of player back. Maybe not as good defensively. But, yeah, but you know what I mean. Kind but of that's that. that's the problem though. Yeah. I like the Warriors would probably rather have Morris at the Marcus Morris at this point. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, Morris is kind of a dirty player, but I guess you kind of need that grit yeah. going into the playoffs. He'd fit right in with Draymond Green. And he used to kick <laughs> oh, everyone in the, wow, that's in the a, testicles. That's uh, just a disaster <laughs> waiting to happen. But yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's D'Angelo. Next up, we got John Collins. Uh, wow. It's just rumored that the Hawks Why? might be interested in trade. This one I don't get. This because was a very recent rumor. That's their I only, don't. like, that's their only, like, other piece to look forward to. At this yeah, point. exactly. I'm like no, no offense to Cam Reddish or John Hunter, but they just haven't really shown much yet. Right. But they're only rookies, so we'll give them a we'll give them a pass at this point. But yeah, I think John Collins is kind of like that second piece that like I don't know, he just and like he, something to look forward to. I just I'd be disappointed if they gave up on him already. He fits their timeline too. He right? does. He's but like third year. The Hawks do need a center. They do really, They have but no center. They would point. need a four if they got rid of him, though. That's like, who true. are you going to play there? Then it's always, I don't know. That's a good I feel point. like you could get someone else. You can find centers that can rim run and set screens and catch lobs nowadays. Like, it's not that hard to find. It's true, it's true. Whereas John Collins kind of is, like, his talent. Um, and then next up, we got Bogdanovich from the Kings. Yeah, teams are interested in him. We got the Lakers interested, most notably. Do you think he actually gets dealt this trade deadline? Who? Bogdanovich. No, I don't think so. I haven't heard any strong enough like reports coming out saying otherwise. I feel like I'm just hearing rumors at this point. So yeah. I don't think so. I don't think the I don't think the Lakers make a deal either. At all? No, I don't think so. Wow. So, Even number twenty three himself himself said that like uh, he said I think we're good enough to win the trip this year with the team that we have. Yeah, I'm not. It's, ba- it's I'm tough because like I, I just that... I haven't heard like anything strong enough to like to convince me that they're gonna make a deal. And if they do, like I think it's just gonna be either low end or it's just gonna be a surprise out of nowhere. So you don't think Kuzma could get dealt? No, nah, I think that I think that's just rumors. I think there's just a lot of made up drama behind the scenes I I, I don't think I not don't even think the drama but just even on the court wise like does he really fit that team because I feel I mean like, he's, a, he's a he's an okay scoring option right? but yeah besides that no not really exactly and what he provides they could easily get in Derrick Rose like but better yeah and and an actual guard that can handle the ball outside of LeBron and yeah Rondo but he's terrible <laughs> So, yeah, he's pretty bad. Yeah, I think Kuzma I, to Detroit, especially with Detroit rebuilding, and you know they they're looking to offload Drummond and stuff. Like I think that could work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, speaking of Rose, let's just jump right to that one. Uh, yeah, the the Pistons are looking to unload Derrick Rose. Um, I feel like it's it's kind of sad based on what he was, but like he's always gonna be on the move, like. I think no matter what, yeah, and he's, he's, had, never really gonna and he's had a really good year, probably his best year since like starting those all those injuries. So mm-hmm. was he averaging almost I think around eighteen points. So mm-hmm. that's uh, it's too bad to see, but uh, 
No, it's good to see him, and it's too bad that like <laughs> he just keeps getting moves and stuff like that. Maybe he needs to lock up himself to a longer-term deal. Don't know if teams want to do that based on his track record, but uh, right. we'll see. I think he could be a good option, even if you throw him in as like a six-man or something. Like a, For just, sure. just a good scoring option off the bench. Because yeah. even off the bench, I think he could give you like you know, 15 points off the bench or something. For sure, but it's always the same story with him. Even as we speak now, he, like, he just suffered a groin injury last night. Like, yeah. Which actually doesn't help for him getting moved this year. He doesn't like, want to get moved. That's the thing. Oh, so I wonder if he's faking that injury so that he doesn't get moved. <laughs> I don't think he's faking injuries at this point. No, probably not. But like, <laughs> he, it's it's just funny that like right before the trade deadline, he gets injured, and now teams are probably going to like not want to get him, not want to trade for him. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, uh, I, oh, man, so many teams are after this guy, Robert Covington. Nice, Rocco, one of the best three and D players of all time. Yeah, yeah, I said it of all time. Wow. Um, the Seventy Sixers want <laughs> him to come back. I guess they're missing, uh, missing mm-hmm. their ex there. Um, Lakers are interested. You know, every team could use a guy like Robert Covington. I think. Do you think he gets dealt by the deadline? Robert Covington? Yeah, it, it seems like there's uh, rumors are starting to heat up and stuff. Yeah, I could see him getting dealt. To who? I don't know. Seems to be a few teams out there. Mm-hmm. I think I heard, yeah, 76ers. I think the Rockets I heard too. Um, Lakers, I think, might be in the mix there as well. So we'll see. Yeah. Even if he doesn't start, this is a good guy to bring off the bench. You know, he, he can play defense, he can hit the three. Mm-hmm. Does his type. He, is a role, he is a role player to me. But he does his role very well, so I think he could he could definitely help out. It's not a big move, but it's a small yeah small move that could definitely make a big difference in the overall picture. So for yeah, sure. I could see him getting moved for sure. We'll see though. He's a guy that's always been very committed to the team he is on, so mm-hmm. he's not someone who's gonna demand a trade or anything no, like that. No. But uh, he does have a decent contract on him too, so that might be a little unattractive to teams. Is he not a huge contract, but a decent one? So is he worth like? taking on that contract well i guess that's just up to the judgment of the teams acquiring him right so right i think we'll it's, to see. it's definitely up to the team i think yeah. he could two teams come into mind obviously the 76ers i just mentioned they'd probably want him back they were desperate for shooting but also i think the spurs because the spurs like they they are push. desperate to make that eighth seed um i read today that it would be the 23rd time um, consecutively of them making the playoffs if they did it this year, which would nice. be the record. So I think they're really pushing to make the playoffs, and I would not be surprised to see them add one more guy. And I think Covington definitely could play a role, just given the fact that their two stars are not like. Well, actually, um, Aldridge has improved his three point shot this year immensely. Very, but like you, very. you got like DeRozan there as well, and he's not obviously the guy that spaces the floor. So mm-hmm. I think Covington would be useful in that situation. Um, but there's other situations to get to. And one of those situations is actually the All-Star Reserves, nice. which were, <laughs> they were selected last so. week. So I'll, I'll list the, the East All-Star Reserves here, and you can chime in on who you think <laughs> should be there or should be there. So in the East... Uh, we got Jimmy Butler, Ben Simmons, Kyle Lowry, Chris Middleton, Dematis Sabonis, uh, Jason Tatum, and Ben Adebayo. So, uh, do you think that they got it right here, or who do you who would you take off? Who would you add? I'm not. 
I'm not mad about the East reserves. There's maybe some slight things that I might disagree with, but I'm not mad about the East. Okay. Anyone making it really? I might take Bam out. I feel like he just made it because based on how his team's doing. Okay. Um, Sabonis, you could maybe take out, but he's been a really big piece for them. I think you take him out. I don't think that they're in the playoff spot right now. So. Yeah, he's um, been their yeah. second or, or best player. He, he, no, he's been their best player because yeah. Brogdon's been injured and stuff. So. Maybe, but yeah, I'm not too mad about the East. You know, Jimmy's done well for this team. Middleton, you know, some people got some stuff to say about Middleton, but the team's the best in the league and the numbers definitely don't lie, so he definitely deserves it. Yeah, I'm not too mad about the East. What about you? Um, I, I'm not upset about the East either. I, I think, like, everyone could be there. I'm kind of upset that Drummond didn't make it, though. Mm-hmm. I really feel like he he's been kind of robbed of an All Star selection for the past like at least three years. But if his team was in a playoff spot, might make it. Yeah, because if you look at the I mean, East, every guy is in a playoff spot. Exactly, but like I I don't think that should be like the only factor though. Like just making mm-hmm. the playoffs, like who yeah, cares? like especially when his rebounding numbers are like this good. And for that matter, his steals and blocks too. Like he's he's a good player. Like he he is great at what he does. Yeah. And I feel like he definitely could have got rewarded. Who would I put him over on this list? Bam. And it's tough to. Uh, if you want to, his, his ba- numbers are better than Bam. They that's are for sure. They definitely are. So yeah, maybe did, do Bam. They, do maybe they, do the Heat deserve two All Stars? It's a good yeah. question. I think I think they do. Mm-hmm. Because they, they've just been doing so well, but... And they don't have a true center in there, actually. Now that I'm thinking it. In the reserves, they don't have a true center. Like, Bam well, is Bam. A, the power forward. He's not really... Bam plays the five for them. Sabonis plays no, the four Bam, five. Bam plays the four. Myers, Leonard is playing the five. Really? I thought yeah. it was the other way around. I thought it was, too, but <clears throat> took a look at it. Okay. Because well, he's, he's short, man. He's 6'9". He's yeah, not, yeah. I knew he was undersized, yeah. for sure. But I always thought of him being the guy that's replacing Whiteside, who obviously plays the five. Mm-hmm. Who's anyway. also had a really good year. Oh, yeah. And that's, yeah. I guess we can just transition to the West, too. Because, yes. like, yeah, that, that would be my choice for the yeah. West in terms of, like, who to replace. Actually, there's a lot of people in the West I would, like, yeah. I, could, I could replace pretty much everyone in the West everyone. except for Lillard. Like, it's that bad. Yeah. What, what do you think? Uh, the West, uh, so we got Lillard, Mitchell, Westbrook, Gobert, Jokic, Chris Paul, and Ingram. I would take out... I'm on the fence about Gobert. Okay. I No, I, I picked him, but like I could understand if you take him out. But two guys I would definitely take out. Chris Paul is my first one. I would definitely take him out. He's only averaging, what, 17 points a game. A seventh seed is not that impressive. Mm-hmm. There's definitely people I'd put over him. Ingram... I'm really, I actually am really happy for the guy. I, th- I think he deserves to be all star. I do personally think some other guys do deserve it a bit more. And if we're for gonna sure. if we're gonna base it off of team success, one hundred, well, he, he hasn't really done that. Exactly. And I also exactly. just to keep my argument consistent, I don't think Trey Young should have been. I would even maybe make an argument he shouldn't have been an all star. But I'll, <laughs> that's crazy. But I'll just that's say that's crazy. But He's I'll, like twenty seven and nine. But I, but I'll just say he he shouldn't be starting. He, okay. at least, he at the very minimum he shouldn't be starting, but 
That's the thing that the 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 logic's is not consistent, but I'll keep mine consistent. Ingram should not be an All Star this year, just based on how the team is doing. If you want to base it on stats, then yes. But Actually, yeah. I would take out Ingram and I would put uh, I would put Devin Booker in there. Yeah, for sure. I I, I mean I the, definitely the, think... the numbers are similar, but I think Booker's. I don't know. I think their efficiency is similar. Booker's might be a bit better, but Booker's team's doing a bit better. So like, I would replace Booker with Ingram. I don't know who I'd replace Paul with, but. I'll definitely take him out. But Booker's efficiency is actually better. Yes. Um, I, I read a graphic this week that he's actually putting up like 27 on over 50% and only six other guys have like ever done that. Yeah. Um, like MJ being one of them. So like this guy is, is ridiculous, is having a ridiculous year. And yeah, his team's not doing the best, but I don't. Again, I just don't see what team success has to do with... Unless it's like a tiebreaker. I think team success should be used if it's a tiebreaker. If it's like the numbers are like pretty much identical and you just got to go with one, just pick the guy who's having his whose team is better. Yeah, I get that. But it shouldn't be like a deciding factor. Like you can make an argument that Beal deserves it over Lowry in this case. Or even... Uh, I think even Middleton, I, honestly. Yeah. But if the numbers... But, like, and then, yeah, going to the West, like, Booker absolutely deserves to be there over Jokic, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Chris Paul, Brandon Ingram, and Russell Westbrook. So, I think, yeah, actually, to go back to the East, I I do think uh, Beal deserves to be an all-star. I wouldn't put him over, mm, that's tough, I wouldn't put him over Middleton or Lowry. I might put him over Bam, but again, that's a big man. Yeah, I I think Beal deserves to be one. I don't know who I'd replace him with. I wouldn't put, I wouldn't take anybody out for Booker, but I would take Chris Paul and Ingram out for sure. Okay. Because okay. like their team success isn't that great. It makes especially no, Ingram. Es- yeah, especially like, Ingram. Jokic, I I wouldn't take out just because like I think he's having a pretty good year. He's pulled it together. He, he started off slow for sure, but the team's doing well. But yeah, I, yeah. The guys I would take out is Chris Paul and Ingram. Those are the only two I would take out for Chris the reserve. Paul yeah, okay. I, I think those are the odd guys out, especially Chris Paul. He shouldn't be in there. Which I think says a lot about the format and that it needs to change. Um, I think, like, why are we doing East and West, though? Like, if it's not East versus West, it just makes no sense to, like, even have this. And these guys aren't going to end up being on the same team anyway because they're going to get drafted by yeah. LeBron and Giannis. Yeah, so like what's it. the point of this East for, and West just Pick the best players. The best 24 players. Yeah. All of the best teams aren't clearly aren't in the East because the the every team in the East besides like the top six mm-hmm. are garbage. Yeah. Literally teams under 500 making the playoffs. It's just ridiculous. So why even have this? And if if they didn't have that, then Booker definitely would have made it. Booker and Beal probably would have made it mm-hmm. over guys like Lowry. Middleton, maybe Adebayo, and like, yeah, Rudy Gobert, Ingram for sure. So, like, yeah, I, I think those guys were definitely the biggest snubs. Yeah, those two right there. Yeah. I gotta agree with you there. For sure. Um, and then let's also move on to the Young Star selections. Um, so, the U.S. roster will consist of my. Oh, this garbage. Garbage start. Miles Bridges. Um, and then Wendell Carter Jr., Devontae Graham, Tyler Hero, JJJ, John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Pascal, PJ Washington, Zion, Zion! and Trey. Uh, 
So, do you, so I know you were telling me before the podcast you were fine with everyone that made the U.S. roster. US. Does this include fan favorite on the Raptors, Terrence Davis? No, I, I'm going to be unbiased here because I obviously I'm a Raptors fan, big Raptors fan. Love TD, but no, I I think oh crap. Uh, based on the numbers, I don't, I don't think uh, he deserves to be on there. Um, he's only average. He's efficient, but he's only averaging seven points a game. Doesn't get a whole lot of minutes. So I, I there's no one I would really replace him with. Unfortunately, hmm. I think it'd be cool to see him in there, but I just don't know who I'd replace him with because based on the numbers, like it's tough to say who who you'd yeah. pick. I think what's tough about these these uh the the rising stars game in particular and we saw it with the reaction of jackson hayes uh didn't he thing. say oh never mind yeah basically telling the nba that they could uh, perform uh yeah Beep. anyway uh so yeah i think okay so what i was saying is that the, with the young stars, a lot of these young players like know that they're good enough or better than the guys that were selected. But because they're in situations in which they didn't, uh, they they haven't been given as much opportunity as some of these guys because they're on better teams. Um, they don't get as much playing time, and then they don't end up making it. And I think good Terrence point. Davis good is point. one of those guys. He's on like one of the top three, a top three team in the league. Yeah. And so he's obviously not going to get enough minutes. But is he better than like Miles Bridges? Yeah, arguably yeah. Is he better than Pascal? I would say absolutely. Like so, I I think he is he better than is he as good of as Tyler Hero if given the opportunity? Honestly, yeah, probably. Better. Like if if he if he was given the same chance, yeah, that's yeah. a that's a good argument if given so, the right opportunity. Yeah, but and like especially if you if we take out the U.S. and world thing for a second, like just he's give better than players. way than a lot of these guys on the world roster. Mm-hmm. Alexander Walker, like definitely better. Um. Uh, Svi Mikhailuk? I think that, that one's the worst pick for me. Because, first of all, he only started... Pl- like, they were... He was, like, a bench player for more than half the season so far until Luke Kennard got injured, and then he stepped into his role. And, yeah, he can shoot. But that's, shooter. like... That's all he does. Mm-hmm. It's like... So, yeah. I think that's the argument there. Should, um, should Zion be in there? Absolutely not. Oh, I mean, NBA is not gonna like that. Okay, okay, never, never mind. He should be there, <laughs> but I, the way I interpreted your question was, does he deserve to be there? And that's why I said absolutely not. Nice. He doesn't deserve to be on the team. Would you? Do you disagree with that? Yeah, it's a tough one. I mean, if you look at the the games he played, he's easily been the best. Like, if you if every rookie played like. Like five games, like Zion's easily like the best one. Yeah, but that's the thing, though. Yeah, you don't think it's fair. You can't put up four, like four games of that value versus like thirty-five games of value that's worse than that. But at least it's thirty-five games. But you think if Zion played thirty-five games, like he'd be the best rookie right now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. But like, I don't think anyone should be surprised that Zion's on the team. The amount of money he brings in for the league. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there's no... Like, yeah, people are going to disagree, but no one's going to, like, be like, what? Like, no one should be shocked by that. Honestly, once <laughs> once the NBA put in Jeremy Lin into the Rising Stars game many oh, years ago, 
then I all bets are off. Because remember, he had that Lin Sanity like two week stretch. They put him in the Rising yeah. Stars game for two weeks. Nice. So like, yeah, I I, I wasn't surprised with Zion. But that's what that's probably why he came back because the NBA was like pressuring. We need them money. To, exactly. <laughs> They're probably pressuring them to play him so that he could play in this game. Yeah. And, draw ratings and it's just like ah it's all about money it's all about money which is i get it but kind of dumb as a fan sometimes um and then the world roster we kind of mentioned some of these players already but you got uh alexander walker ayton rj barrett brandon clark luca shy hachimura Svi, Josh Koji, and Mo Wagner. Uh, one thing, I, I I think an interesting point you brought up before we yeah. were recording about this is that Luca and Trey are in this game. Yeah, I don't think they should be in the game. I, I get their second years, but, like, they're not really second years. You know what I mean? They're, like, superstars already. They're not yeah, true yeah, second yeah. year. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's so, like, this is kind of like a young guys games kind of see the young skills but like these guys are playing as if they've been in the league 10 years already like i just think it's like unfair for like okay for example like terrence davis doesn't get to be in the weekend at all right luca and trey get to be in it twice yeah so it's like i feel like if you're in one thing you shouldn't be allowed to be in another like like for example if you're in the dunk competition you you shouldn't be allowed to be in the three-point shoot it as well yeah i I could see that yeah Yeah. so like i get it obviously they're the best they easily they're the best second year players in the whole league there's literally no argument there yeah but i just think it's like man they're literally not only they all serve they're starters so -hmm. like they're literally like proving that they're some of the best players in the league like yeah i think it just I don't know. I, I think switch if, it up. If you're an, yeah. if you're an all-star starter, like why are you even <laughs> yeah. wasting your time? You're easily too good this for game. this 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 rising stars game. And you know it, it's amazing, like the the energy of the young soul, like the fact that they even want to play this. I know Luca like recently got injured, so hopefully he's okay for the for All Star Weekend. Yeah, Trey Young. Um, he, he went down I think too. He, he went down, but he's gonna play tonight, so I think he's okay. Right. It's just a minor ankle injury, but like he just wants to play basketball. He's not thinking of it as in like, yeah. oh, I have to play twice on All Star Weekend. Oh, I'm gonna be so tired. Like he's like, oh, nice, I get to play. Like, yeah, twice. like he's just excited to, to play. Yeah, uh, which it's just, it's nice to see in like the young generation of the league. But yeah. at the same time, you do have a great point in terms of like. Yeah, it takes away a spot from another guy that could have been featured yeah, when exactly. the whole league already knows that young Trey and Luca are future MVP candidates, if yeah. not MVP candidates already with Luca. So. Yeah, for sure. So I think they got to keep it a little fair there. You know, they're taking away from a young guy and maybe Matisse Thibel or uh, Terrence Davis. Yeah. Jack- Jackson Hayes, maybe. Jackson Hayes. Some choice yeah. words for the NBA. Yeah, honestly, yeah. Add Adam Silver. <laughs> He's never going to get picked, like, at this rate. He wants you to see this. <laughs> so. Um, so, yeah, let's... Speaking of All-Star Weekend, let's oh! move on to the discussion on the new All-Star format, um, which is basically... A lot of tribute to Kobe Bryant. Nice. Respect, um, respect. So hold on with me as I read this because this it gets complicated. It so gets messy. It gets messy. 
Both NBA All-Star Game teams will play for Chicago-based community organizations. Okay, so they're playing for charity. The teams will compete to win each of the first three quarters, all of which will start with a score of 0-0 and will be 12 minutes long. Okay, so each quarter resets the score. Um, At the start of the fourth quarter... Here's where it gets messy. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the game clock will be turned off, and a final target score will be set. The final target score will be determined by taking the leading team's total score through three quarters and adding 24 points. What? Wait, so so that's, that's where, that's where it, it like loses me. Yeah. So... I think they give an example. Okay, so for example, if the score of the first three quarters is 100 to 95, the final target score would be set at 124 points. So they have to play to 124 points? Like, I guess. I, I think That's like, long. I think, okay, so basically, if the fourth quarter, it's like. Oh, wait, so they'll, they'll add them up. So the start of the fourth, it'll be 195. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought you meant it would go to 0 0. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's what no. I was like, it'll take forever. Okay, so okay. basically, the fourth quarter, whichever team is winning at that point, it'll only be has to score 24 more so, points. So it'd be 100. So for example, it'd be 195. Yeah. And then they play till uh, 124. Yeah, and then it's the first to 124. Oh, okay, Obviously, okay. like, the winning team would have Oh, okay, advantage. so whoever, like, wins the first three quarters gets, like, an advantage. Right, exactly. Ah, I gotcha. Okay, I feel like that, that could get so messy because they're, the example that they give is so, like, ideal. Like, what if the score was, like, 100 to yeah. 82? <laughs> like, you're not going to see... Actually, that would be a pretty amazing comeback if we did see that, but, yeah, like, I don't think with no, that's likely. Especially with no time on the clocks. Yeah. You just got to outplay them. Don't worry about the clock. Yeah, true. Is there a shot clock? There's probably a shot clock, I'm sure. Okay. But just, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, so that's basically... That's basically it. And then the rest basically just has to do with the, the donation to charity. Nice. Um, nice, nice. So, yeah. So what do you think about this new All-Star game format? It's definitely different. It's not what we're used to. It gets a little confusing. Obviously, respect to the, you know, the, the tribute to Kobe. He definitely deserves that, of course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he deserves even more than that, to be honest, but we'll just go with that. Um, I think he deserves way more yeah. than this. Like, this is the worst yeah. idea so far for the tributes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think, like, you could find a way to tribute him without, you know, like, <laughs> playing with the system of the All-Star game. This like, is basically an anti-tribute. I don't yeah. think Kobe would want this. Yeah, I see what you I mean. I like the idea of, like, one team wears 8, one team wears yeah. 24, which and is what they're doing. And they are doing that. Uh, actually, no, no, no one they're... team wears 24 and one team wears 2 for his daughter. For Gianna. Yeah. GG! Yeah. So, we'll see. I, I, I understand it more now that you actually explained it to me, so I get it, which I like. But yeah, it's definitely different. I kind of like the way they used to do it, just a classic game. But uh, <laughs> this, is what, this is what they're doing. We respect it, NBA, whatever you're doing. I'm sure it's just a trial and error, see how it goes. And just, I don't yeah. respect it. <laughs> I, I don't respect it at all. Like... Yeah, you're, you're, I get, at, like, this season especially and, like, moving forward, the tributes must happen, must take place for Kobe. Yeah, it's dedicated Just, to Kobe this year. For, for sure, sure, but is this, this is, like, not it. Mm-hmm. I, like, this doesn't really even make sense. Like, 124 isn't even his number. Or, like, whatever the score yeah. is, plus 24 isn't his jersey number, obviously. So, like, 
I, I just don't understand. Yeah, maybe that. if they reset the score and then they played from zero zero to twenty four. Yeah, that makes a one bit thing, more sense. Which yeah. I think should happen worldwide. Like I know that the common thing in pickup basketball is playing to twenty one. I think it should be to twenty four now. Mm-hmm. That that Kobe's pass as just a tribute. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the All Star Game. There's so many things you can do tribute wise. I don't think this is really the answer. It's just kind of. Kind of complicated, but I guess we'll see how it goes, right? Because maybe it will go well. Maybe we'll see that situation where a team comes back from 20 down and makes it to 24 points before the other team does. So true, true. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, And yeah, so speaking and sticking with the all star format, Nick Nurse, your favorite. The coach hey. for your Toronto Raptors Let's is coaching go. Team Giannis. Um, so what do you have to say for that? And is this the beginning of Giannis one day crossing the border, bracing the cold weather, and playing for the Toronto Raptors? Could be, could be. Before I get into Nick Yurse and Giannis, I just want to say Lou Nozer should be coaching this team. If... if if um number twenty three, <laughs> if number twenty three and Giannis can be the captains two years in a row, there's no reason why a coach should not be able to coach a team two years in a row. Yeah, like and I, just to I, add to that quickly, if any player can make it two years, yeah, in a row, why can't a coach? Yeah, exactly. Make it like I understand like giving the opportunity to new guy, and I totally like respect that. I get that, but like make it consistent. Then make it okay. Uh, number twenty three and Giannis, you can't be captains two years in a row. Yeah. Don't make it. Oh, you can be captains two years in a row, but you can't be coached two years in a row. So that makes it makes no sense. Yeah. So regardless, I I am uh I am very happy for Nick Nurse. He's really proven, not not Nick Nurse, but in but the team in general, they just really proved a lot of people wrong. Mm-hmm. Some people literally thought the Raptors wouldn't make the playoffs <laughs> this year, which <laughs> so I, I, I which I think is pretty delusional to say. Like, For sure. Yeah, obviously people didn't think uh, Siakam would step up the way he did. I don't think anyone saw him stepping up and being a starter this year. No, but not, basically, not, yeah. by those people saying that, they're saying that the only reason the Raptors made the playoffs was because of Kawhi last year, which yeah. means that you did not watch any games. Prior to Kawhi. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And like, yeah, maybe some people say, oh, you don't have DeRozan either. It's like, do you not think every one of our players are going to step up and do something? Yeah. So I think Nick Durst has really proved people that like... Not that, hey, we can win a championship without Kawhi, but we can really compete with the rest of the league without Kawhi. And, like, other players are going to step up. Like, we're literally the the third best team in the league right now. Not one person can tell me that they, they, they thought that would happen. I didn't think it would happen. I had the Raptors third in the East, not mm-hmm. third in the league. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised by that. Um, but I, I think Nick Nurse, if you're not going to give it to Budenholzer, I think Nick Nurse really does deserve it. Not only that, but we, we've dealt with a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. And if we didn't deal with these injuries, who knows? We could have been up there with the Bucks. So you really mm-hmm. never know. Um, yeah, he definitely, if it's not Budenholzer, I think Nick Nurse, uh, he deserves it. We're, all, we're killing it right now. We had a tough schedule at the very beginning of the year. It's gotten a bit easier, but we are an 11-game winning streak, even if that schedule has been a bit easy. So mm-hmm. they've really been doing it, and I'm really proud of Nick Nurse and staff. And they get to go and coach Giannis mm-hmm. at the game, which yeah. could be a little foreshadow of a potential Giannis to Toronto in a couple years. Obviously, just rumors at this point, but mm-hmm. we've seen weird things. 
We've we also seen, seen seeds being sowed at All-Star Weekend, most notably last year with Kyrie and Kevin Durant having that hallway, ah, infamous hallway conversation. That didn't mean anything. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that led to them playing on the same team the next year. So yeah. who knows what, what happens? And I think that's why the point you made about um, Budenholzer is really, really interesting. Oh. Because not only is Nick Nurse coaching Giannis and gets to sow that seed, he's literally taking away the opportunity for Giannis's own coach to be coaching him at All-Star Weekend and <laughs> protecting him yeah. from that uh, tampering, I guess. You yeah, say. yeah. So, like, literally Nick Nurse is, is taking his place and he's going to take his All-Star player in two years because of this weekend. Wow. It's intense. The NBA is literally, like... It's so... Ta- tampering with the, I know. the whole Giannis situation. Yeah. It's, it's a soap yeah. opera. All jokes aside... It's kind of funny to see all the memes and stuff. <laughs> Nick, Ned, Nick Nurse is going to coach Giannis. Who knows? Is Giannis takes Siakam and Lauer in his first two picks? We'll see. Oh, we'll see. Does juicy. he take all the Raptors? <laughs> Actually, no. There's no way that happens because then it, he yeah. still has to go back to his team. <laughs> like, why Awkward. Yeah, for another yeah. like two seasons. Hard to so. see that right now. Giannis is obviously deleting his teams with a, easily the best record in the NBA. So. Yeah. With a roster that's like not, not necessarily you would look at as like oh they're stacked like mm-hmm. that's a super team they're stacked it's unfair like I don't think they don't really have that type of roster they got their guy in Giannis and they also got their guy in Middleton and then they just got a lot of role players that just fit really well together kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of the the Raptors team yeah they got their they got their two guys but then they got mm-hmm. a lot of players that just work really well together 2011 Mavericks you know they got their mm-hmm. guy. Good chemistry. So Brooke Lopez. Yeah, exactly. Uh, not a great and yeah. three point shooting. It, everyone does their role in this. Mm-hmm. Kinda, yeah. But he can't rebound to save his yeah, life. But they got like, he does, yeah, exactly. He does they got what he averaging. needs to do. Yeah, so we'll see. I always love the All Star weekend. Looking forward to it. And exactly. We'll see. We'll see how Giannis and Nick Nurse do beside each other, mm-hmm. running that team. For sure. And like uh speaking of the All Star weekend, like I I just wanted to say because I didn't really get to say it, or I, I guess I just didn't say it last weekend or last recording, but um, just like the the whole the Kobe situation with his daughter, a really sad fact about this is his daughter. I I feel just like she could have been um the key to the WNBA growing a lot. Not now that I've I've had it like a chance to like like sit and like I guess sit with. The fact that they're yeah they're just not coming back mm-hmm. like I really feel like because she was so good and the fact that she was Kobe Bryant's daughter I feel like that would draw a lot of people to actually like watch WNBA that normally wouldn't you know when because when you when you hear of all-star players in the WNBA as an NBA fan who doesn't pay attention to that those names don't really mean anything to you mm-hmm um, but then if, when you hear that, like, it's Kobe Bryant's daughter, you know, like that, I think that would <laughs> yeah. draw a lot of people to actually pay attention to the game. And like, it, it's just sad to see because I think the, the WNBA would grow so much and just like women's basketball and even as far as women's sports it could have, who knows what could have, um, come out of like her career. Um, it, there, there's just like so much potential there for growth. Um, 
yeah I, I, don't, I don't know I, I just wanted to point that out because like after being able to think about it for a bit um so yeah mm-hmm. re- rest in peace um again kobe and gg and uh all other seven people on the helicopter yeah and uh may so, god we'd be with their families yeah just echo on that uh obviously kobe and gianna get the most attention out of them but we don't want to take anything away from the rest of them because at the end of the day they're all humans so i think right. uh like, no disrespect to Kobe or Gianna, but, like, they obviously get the most attention because, well, it's Kobe. Yeah, but I like, think because he, yeah. he had the most impact yeah. on people's lives, right? Yeah. Like, they actually mm-hmm. knew of Kobe and his daughter, Well, they didn't really know the other people. Yeah, yeah. but obviously, uh, but we yeah. don't want to take away. But yeah. At the end of the day, lives are lost, 100%. and we, we can't take away the rest, the other seven lives that were lost, including the one that was actually <laughs> driving the helicopter. So, 100%. Yeah, so... Rest in peace, all of them. Uh, yeah. Wish yeah. the family all the best moving forward. So, For sure. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. So, we'll just wrap things up here. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Ball Find Me Podcast. You know where to find us. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Make sure to keep up with us on Twitter at BallifyNB or at JordanBallify. And use our code on C-E-B-A-L-L-I-F-Y in all caps for $20 off your first purchase. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. Sclatchy! <laughs>